0: Peter chapter 3. Just look at a couple of verses here. Verse 13 through 15. First Peter chapter 3 verses 13, 14, and 15. That's in the New Testament close to the back of your Bible. First Peter chapter 3. Next week, uh, Sunday, we will start looking at some of the events of the birth of Jesus and we'll be doing that on Sundays and Wednesdays from now till Christmas. But tonight we're going to be in 1 Peter 3. This uh, verse 15 was in the Bible app that I use, it was the verse of the day today and and when I read it it kind of it kind of got me to thinking and I said, "Well, maybe this is a good verse for us to just talk about briefly tonight." So that's what we're going to do. 1 Peter chapter Three, verse 13. Let's read the verses, then we'll pray and get started. And who will harm you if you are deeply committed to what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear or be disturbed, but honor the Messiah as Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you, we thank you for these words, and I pray, dear Lord, that your Holy Spirit would help us to focus on this question, this 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 call for us, dear Lord, to take a stand for you and to and to consider what we would say, how we would answer when such a question may be posed to us, dear Lord. So I pray that your Holy Spirit would just speak through me and speak to each one of us tonight and help us to grow in you in these few minutes and i ask these things in jesus name amen. amen now briefly in the context we we see the idea of of the possibility of suffering and even even though people may come against you even if you if you do good sometimes there might even be suffering in your life but but even suffering for for righteous sake is a good thing but But you need not fear, is what Peter is saying here. You need not fear if those come against you. You don't need to be afraid of those who may come against you and who may call you out for taking a stand for Jesus, for saying, I am a follower of Jesus. I am a follower of God's Word. I want to listen to God's Word, and I want to live by God's Word, and I want all who I come into contact with to know the goodness of God so that they will know Jesus and they will hear the word of God and that they too will live in the word of God. But here in verse 15, he says this, honor the Messiah as Lord in your hearts. Well, this is a good command that we, that we honor the Lord, that we honor Christ as Lord in our hearts, or Messiah as Lord in our hearts, honor God as Lord in our hearts. That is, if Jesus is the Lord of our hearts, then we need to honor him and the way in which we live and the things that we say and the things that we do. Our life needs to reflect that. Even in situations where evil people are coming against us and, and things are difficult, don't get tired of doing good. Continue to do good. Yes, there may be bad things that happen if you do bad, but Peter says there may even be bad times that come if you do good. So don't get tired of doing good, but instead, honor the Messiah in all that you do. If he is the Lord of your heart, then let your life reflect that in the way that you live. And then he says, always be ready to give an offense defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. And that particular statement there at the end of that verse I just pondered that for a minute today, and perhaps this is a good verse for us to ponder on tonight and in the next few days. Always be ready to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. If somebody were to ask you tonight, why do you have hope in Jesus Christ, what would your answer be? Now, you might have an answer right off the bat. You may have thought about this. You may be able to give a really good answer. But then again, maybe you don't. Maybe you've never considered. Maybe you've never been asked. Maybe you've never been pressed. Maybe you've never been attacked. Maybe your faith has never been questioned by someone. And you've never even considered Can I defend my faith? If somebody says, why do you have faith in Jesus Christ? Why do you believe the word of God? Why do you think God is real? Why do you think his words are real? Can you give a defense? What's going to be your answer to those who ask you that question? Now, that's not to say that when people ask us that question, that even if we have the best answer in the world that it's going to get through to them. There are certainly many people who have questioned the existence of God and questioned others' faith in Jesus Christ, to which they were given a good answer or a good explanation as to the power of God and the existence of God and the salvation of Jesus Christ, and yet they refused even the best answer. It's not necessarily about what our answer does to the one who hears it. They may or may not accept what our answer is. But we need to be able to say, Here is why I have hope in Jesus Christ. Here is my answer. Here is why my faith is strong. And we can give those who question us and ask us that question, why do you have hope? What is your reason for hope today? That's a good question for us to consider. And maybe our answers will be very similar in some ways. And perhaps our answers will differ in some way. But what about us? What is your reason tonight for the hope that you have in Jesus Christ? do you have any hope tonight now i would hope that everybody in here has a reason for hope but perhaps there are some here or perhaps there are some listening online and they say well i don't i don't have any hope in my life i can't give you a reason for hope well That's a good place to start, to acknowledge that there's something that that we need in our life. When things feel hopeless, and certainly they do when we look at the world and what the world has to offer, things look pretty hopeless. If you are in a hopeless spot, then today I would encourage you to read the Word of God. Because in the Word of God, through the Son of God, comes hope. We're in a season of hope here in Christmas. That's When Jesus the Messiah came on to the scene that meant that there was hope. That God was going to fulfill his plans. That God hadn't given up on the people. That as bad as God's people were, as bad as sin has gotten, that God was still with his people and with Jesus Christ came hope. And that's the same source of our hope today and it comes through Jesus Christ. So What is our reason for hope? Well, well, Jesus is the core. He's the core of where our hope comes from. But why do we have hope in Jesus? Perhaps our hope comes from the fact that our lives have been changed. Once we put our faith in Jesus Christ and we come to him, our life will change for the better. If your life has not changed for the better then it may be that you don't have faith in Jesus Christ. If you say, I have faith in Christ, but your life has not been transformed, it's not been changed, you're not living in a different way, you're not loving in a different way, you're not serving others, you're not loving others more than you love yourself, you're not loving God more than you love all things. If there's not been any change in your life, then perhaps you've never Put your faith in Jesus Christ. But if we have put our faith in Jesus Christ, there should be some change in our life. And perhaps that's our reason for hope. Perhaps if somebody were to say to you, how can you have hope in Jesus Christ? Maybe you can say to him, because this is what Jesus has done for me. This is where I was before Jesus. This is the life I was living. These are the struggles I had and the sin I gave into and the selfishness that was in my life and the hatred and the bitterness and the anger and all these things that were in me. But when I came to Christ, Christ changed my heart. He changed my desires. He changed who I was. He changed how I thought. He changed how I treated other people. And Jesus has changed my life, and that's my hope, is that Jesus can take a sinner like me, and he can make me into something new and something better and something beautiful, and I am still a work in progress, but I have hope in the one who turned me around that he is one day going to make me as he wants me to be. Perhaps that's our story of hope. Perhaps our story of hope is just the goodness of who God is. Perhaps our story of hope is this. We look at the world and we see what the world has to offer and all we see is pain and suffering and hatred and evil and murdering and and lying and stealing. And boy, if we didn't have any hope in anything other than this world, we'd be in a bad shape. So perhaps our reason for hope is that we look at the word of God and we say, with all that I see before me, I believe there is something bigger and better than what we see before us today. I believe that there is a God in heaven that wants good things for us, that has sent his son for us. And no, I can't give you any proof or evidence that's going to convince you, but I believe by faith that the word of God is true. And I hope that you would believe by faith that the word of God is true. And that is my hope today, that this world is not the final say, that this world is not the best that there is, but there is something better that awaits for those who put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Perhaps that is our reason for hope. But we need to have some reason for hope. Maybe you say, well, I've never really thought about this question before. Maybe you've never really been pressed on this question before. We're pretty fortunate to live where we live, and And it's possible that some may go through their whole Christian life and nobody ever presses on why they have faith and hope in Jesus Christ, on why they believe the Word of God. But can you stand on the Word of God today? Can you stand without a shadow of a doubt and say, I have faith in Christ and I have hope in Christ and this is the reason why? And we need to think about that because one day we may be pressed. Maybe, maybe in, a, in kind of a trivial way, maybe it's somebody we pass at the supermarket and we tell them, can I pray for you or I'll be praying for you. And they say, oh, don't even do that. I don't believe in all that stuff. I don't believe God is real. Perhaps in those opportunities, people may kind of press against us and ask for a defense or a reason for our faith. Perhaps in some instances, it's much more serious. There are brothers and sisters in Christ around the world whose lives are on the line And sometimes their lives are taken simply because they have put their faith in Jesus Christ and they are preaching the hope of Jesus Christ to others. Sometimes we may be on on the spot where we have to give a defense for our faith. And what will we tell people about God? What will we tell people about Jesus Christ? There is certainly hope in Christ. Where is your hope grounded? Where is your hope found today? We want, to, we want to discover that. We want to know that. We want to be able to tell others that, and we pray that they will hear of the hope we have found in Christ, and they too will find hope in Jesus Christ. But regardless of how great you may preach or teach the gospel to someone, no matter how good your reasoning may be and your defense may be for your hope in Christ, it still may not lead others to Christ. They still may reject everything that you said, but have no fear. Don't get discouraged because even Jesus himself came preaching the word of God. He came bringing the love of God and even Jesus himself was rejected. But we need to continue on. We need to continue to be encouraged. We need to continue not to lose hope even in the worst of the worst situations. That we know that our hope is found in nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness and that if the time comes, that we not fear those who come against us, that we not fear those who question our faith, that we not fear those who attack our faith, but we know that the Lord we serve is greater than any who can come against us, and let us be able to stand boldly and defend the faith that we have in Christ and the hope that we have in Christ. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you. We thank you for your good word. And I pray, dear Lord, that you help us to ponder this question, this 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 call that Peter has placed on us that we would be able to should the times come and when they come dear lord that we would be able to stand without a shadow of a doubt and say I have hope in Jesus and here is why Dear lord I pray that everybody tonight would have hope in Jesus that he can save sinners like us dear lord We just are a, just a just a church full of sinners dear lord and we are hopeless apart from Jesus Christ and I pray dear lord that there would be nobody that's listening Tonight, whether in here, whether online, that, that that's leaves hopeless, dear Lord, but that tonight they know that there is hope in Jesus Christ, your one and only son that you sent, dear Lord, the one who gave his life on the cross so that sins could be forgiven, dear Lord. That is where our hope comes from. The one who's going to, to make us new, to transform us into something better. The one who's going to bring all things into judgment. The, w- the one that's going to make all things new, dear Lord. That is our reason for hope today. God, if there was only this world before us, we would be all, we'd all be hopeless. But dear Lord, we find our hope in something better. Not in the world, not in wealth, not in politics, but we find it in Jesus Christ. I, I pray tonight that everyone in this room, everyone listening, dear Lord, has found hope in Christ tonight. In Jesus' name I pray it. Amen.